Hey everybody, it's Ryan again with the Starseed Sound. And if you're listening to this, uh, if you are a existing listener, if you've listened to this before, I apologize for uh, the delay. I know that I said I want to churn out one podcast a week at minimum, and my life has just been kind of crazy and hectic right now. I'm uh, just in the, you know, I'm in the phase of some interesting transitions and some big life changes, and I put my two weeks in at my job. My last day will be Friday, and I have decided to move to Colorado from Iowa. So I'm going to go into a little more in depth on that in this episode, but again, I just really appreciate y'all listening to me. And on tonight's episode, I'm going to go through a lot of different topics, some of which include listening to your inner voice or your higher self, practicing a healthy lifestyle, uh, getting out in nature, and uh, discovering the shadow self, releasing the old and outdated belief systems that are hindering us or holding us back. And also, I'm going to just tell you guys about my uh, personal situation in life right now because I think it could benefit you if you're going through similar things or if you have gone through similar things. And uh, just stay tuned. And thank you so much for listening and enjoy the episode, y'all. Hey, everybody. Um, so it's Ryan with the Starseed Sound. First and foremost, I just wanted to let you guys know what's been going on in my life. As you heard in the intro, I have been going through some major transitions in life. Um, Well, I'm getting prepared for some major transitions and transformations. And one of those main ones is that I'm moving. I have decided that I'm going to move from Iowa, where I was born and raised and where I've grown up and lived for 22 years. And I'm going to move to Colorado. I'm not sure exactly where in Colorado. It'll just depend on my job situation. I've been applying for a bunch of park ranger, um, parks and rec, parks and wildlife um, kind of positions out there because I love being outdoors and I love working with people and learning about wildlife and plants and learning about the environment and helping uh, conserve and preserve the natural resources that this earth has to offer us. And Anyway, I'm just really excited for this new leg and this new chapter in my life to begin and to unfold. And I've kind of just been setting some intentions and keeping it real low profile in the past month and and even in the past three to four months, um, I have been really keeping to myself. I haven't really hung out with anybody that much. You know, I still connect with my friends on different like Snapchat and whatnot. And I've just been like, I've been trying to get away from a lot of social medias like Instagram, Facebook, all that bullshit that just takes up my time. And I just find myself endlessly scrolling through a feed. I think that really takes away from my quality of life. And I've, um, I've deleted those things from my life and I'm focusing more on Um, connection and um, empowerment and intention uh, going forward and it's had a real profound effect and I'm excited to move out to Colorado and experience something new and meet new people and do new things and 
just be a new person and just start over. You know, I don't know anybody out there. I I have an uncle that lives up in Alma, but that's going to be probably far away from where I'm going to live. And I'm going to be, it's just going to be me and my dog Pestis, and it's going to be a fun journey. And we'll, you know, see where it takes me. Um, It's, you know, the places that I've been looking at in Colorado are Littleton, Longmont, and Lyons. Um, any of these places, I've, I've had a couple interviews already, guys, for a watershed ranger position at uh, Button Rock Creek out there in Lyons, Colorado. And I've had a, um, another interview at Chatfield State Park in Littleton, Colorado for a park ranger internship kind of hybrid position. And I'm really excited to, uh, you know, really adventure and start my new journey. I think it's really imperative for me at this moment to experience something new and to get out of my comfort bubble of Iowa and get out of just this, I just feel stagnant, you know, and I'm just sitting in my old room that I grew up in. And, you know, ever since I was four years old, we moved into this house. It's been 18 years and I'm ready to get out and I'm ready to move and be independent, totally independent and start my life, guys. And I I have faith and I'm, I'm trusting the universe that everything will go just the way it's supposed to. I will land in the right place, do the right thing and meet the right people to make my experience and my life fulfilling. And... I, I really believe that, guys, and I hope that uh, anybody who's listening to this, I hope that you guys know that you can do whatever you fucking want, and if your inner voice is telling you to go, go. If it's telling you to move, move. If it's telling you to change jobs, change jobs. If it's telling you to create something or to take up a new hobby or a new passion just do it man just start and you know it's it's scary um you know jumping into that uncertainty and leaping into the unknown i i know that's scary and but this is why i want to do it because i firmly believe that our highest growth and development happens in the fear you know if we push through that fear and if we push through everything that well, we see as um, fearful. And, you know, I think the universe conspires for us when we follow our hearts and when we drop things that don't align with our vision. Like, I'm leaving this corporate job, and it, I, I knew it didn't align with my vision uh, the minute I started. But, you know, I just needed something to give me a paycheck, give, give me some money, I've been saving up. I have plenty of money just to move and live and um, plenty of money to tide me over to pay rent and food and until I find another job. And I'm really confident that I'm going to find something that really resonates with me out there in Colorado because it is an outdoor haven and it is a natural heaven. And 
I know that that's the right place for me because I love to be outside. And I've always had this fascination with mountains. You know, they have this mystique and this this powerful presence, the mountains. Um, and, oh, and if y'all are listening to uh, this and you're in Colorado or you visited or you want to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm coming y'all's way, man. I'm coming your way and I'm very excited for this journey. So I just wanted to kind of catch you guys up on my life experience and my situation right now. And in the next, in the following days and following weeks and months, I'm going to be ta- talking about my journey and everything. Krista, you okay, Krista? Sorry, it's, it's my parents' dog. She's barking. And a lot of things are going to um, be changing for me. So please stay tuned and I'll let you all know how it goes. Enjoy the episode. Okay, so to start off this episode or the bulk of this episode, I want to talk to y'all about listening to your inner voice or that inner guidance that's kind of um, in the background of your life, in your everyday life, maybe at work or while you're exercising, while you're uh, reading, while you're walking, while you're driving, while you're doing anything, that inner voice that um, that kind of presides in the background, you know, like your of your thoughts, right? And your mind is, you you can really distinguish that inner voice from random thoughts because that inner voice will come in very synchronistic times. And this inner voice will come when you are, when you least expect it, right? And when you are kind of really gearing up for, a change or a lifestyle shift or something like that. And it'll kind of push you, right? It'll kind of guide you, but really subtly. The inner voice is a really subtle thing that kind of is there and often gets pushed to the side in our everyday, hectic, busy lives. And I think it's very important for us to connect with our inner voices on a deeper level and connect with them on a more spiritual, more connected level because our intuition, after all, is what allowed us to be here. I mean, honestly, right? Our um, our intuition is what drives us, right? It is what we our souls feed off of and it's what our hearts desire uh, to follow and with you know in such a hectic world that we live in today with so much things going on and uh, so many people to interact with and so many relationships and so many things to balance I think we can really lose focus of what's important in the world and uh, me myself personally I've found uh, in the past um I've kind of uh, put my inner voice to the side, right? I've kind of shoved it to the side and said, well, I'll just put that in the background and I need to focus on what's here right now. Like, that's not important. And that was a huge mistake. And I I could kind of tell when I got off of listening to my intuition and when I kind of just went in a more, you know, logical or practical sense, and there's nothing wrong with doing that, but 
I think there have been times in my life in my past where if I just would have listened to my inner self and my intuition more and more clearly that I may have had a better, more fulfilling experience. And, you know, just it's it's really important that we see how uh, crucial it is to uh, kind of develop a healthy inner voice and a healthy internal dialogue. And um, I think the inner voice comes to those who want change, who want to evolve, who want to heal. And um, I think spirits um, of our loved ones that have passed away or of, you know, our um, star, uh, of our star people that we were connected with in past lives, if you believe in that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, I think they are kind of guiding us through these inner voices and through our dreams. I also believe inner voices definitely influence the dreams because they're connected with the subconscious mind very, very much so. And um, the subconscious mind is is basically like, the um it's like the net right it's the net that is all encompassing so it's flowing through the ocean of your internal self right right you cast this big big subconscious net out into the world uh, subconsciously so you don't even know it right it's just there and the inner voice and our intuition has a profound effect on that um, because it kind of shows us the way and it shows us the way very subtly and very under the rug. And sometimes we can kind of lose ourselves in this world, you know? And I think it's just so vital that we, um, listen and tune into that inner dialogue that's going on within our minds and, and, it can often come in the form of telling you to do this or telling you to do that or telling you not to do this or not hang out with that person or not go to this event or go to that trip or go, go on that trip or do anything. Um, and I think it's very uh, telling when somebody uh, listens to their inner voice because you can, you can notice because they're aligned right? They're aligned with their vision and their purpose. And you see that they're exuding a really balanced and grounded state of being. And um, it's, it's not always like this, guys. We obviously know we're going through this earthly experience and we experience trials and tribulations and whatnot. But listening to that inner guidance is one of the best ways that we can rediscover our true selves and reconnect with that divinity within us. Um, the intuition that you feel, right? So say, like, I'm sure we, I'm sure you guys have all had an experience where you just get a gut feeling about something, right? Where you where you get a gut feeling like oh that person that person's bad news right I shouldn't hang out with them 
like, no, they got a bad fucking vibe. They got a bad energy. I should stay away from them. That's basically your intuition. And 99,000 times out of 99,000 times, y'all should listen to that intuition. You know what I'm saying? Very, very, very rarely is your intuition wrong. And I think the more aligned you are with your vision and with yourself, the more your intuition is going to help guide you towards your goals and your aspirations. And this can be done in many ways. Um, Often, like I said, the intuition, it, Uh, the intuitive guidance within kind of comes at very random times. So it may come when you're on the highway and you are just like singing your favorite song or you're just silent and you're just driving uh, to work or to the store or whatever you're doing. And something just tells you like instantly, oh shit, jerk to the right. This van's coming to the fucking... Uh, left like real quick and it's about to hit you fucking jerk to the right you know what i'm saying i remember like one time i was driving uh i was driving to chicago from iowa where i live and uh we were you know we're going at like what 70 75 miles an hour what the fuck ever it is and it's just fucking pouring rain pouring rain pouring rain and i was driving the man van we have a big van uh freestar ford and my whole family was there, me, my brother, my dad, my mom. And uh, we're headed for Thanksgiving up there in Chicago. And this fucking truck, like there's a hu- there's a big accident in front of us, like probably a mile or two. And we can't see it because it's so far away and there's so many cars in front of us. But this truck just slams on the brakes. And I'm like, oh, fuck, because I'm, I'm the one driving. And so my like just intuitively... I skirt off to the right under the shoulder of the road and I just stomp on my brakes. And luckily I skirted off to the side and didn't just stomp on my brakes while in the lane because the person behind me, it didn't seem like they were paying attention and they didn't keep a, you know, far enough car gap or whatever. And they were like right beside me and they would have hit me. And potentially hurt my brother who was in the very back seat. And um, I was just very grateful that nothing bad happened like that. And it's just things like that, guys, that that's kind of like a, you know, dramatic, random happening example. But there are um, things like that that happen in the world where it's like, shit, you don't know what took hold of you or what happened but you just make the right decision at the right time and do the right thing and everything works out perfectly no one got hurt you know you're still alive you're still intact that's what's important and you go about your day and that wasn't so much about you know that uh that long kind of lasting guidance in her voice that was like that instant right i was just like skirt and i jerked over to the side of the uh to side of the shoulder there and everything worked out man and even with like um doing certain things like 
uh, going to a party, you know. Um, I remember many times uh, growing up in high school, you know, I used to hang around with uh, not the brightest people, you know, kind of shade balls, as I like to call them, you know, kind of shady characters. And these, uh, they were mostly my brother's friends. And, you know, he was three years older than me. So he had a big influence on my life. And I would hang around with some of them. And I remember uh, this one time I uh, got invited to a party at uh, one of my brother's friend's house. And I was like, no, no, I don't really feel like going tonight. And he's like, no, 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 come on, man, come on, pussy, you know, you gotta come. And I'm like, no, I don't really feel like going, man. And lo and behold, you know, that night, uh, some really bad shit happened at that party. Um, one of my brother's friends got arrested for some kind of sexual assault thing. It's just terrible, man. It was just ridiculous. And, uh, I have no idea really what happened, but I just heard about it, and I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, thank God I wasn't around that kind of negative energy. And I, I honestly was kind of thinking, well, shit, like, what if I was there? Could I have stopped it or what? But I was so young, and I would have probably been, you know, trashed or wasted off booze or weed or whatever if I was there. And so I was like, you know, that was my intuition saying, you know, stay away. This is not for the higher good. Just stay away do your thing, read, watch a movie, stay home, stay home tonight. And I listened, you know, every part of my youth and my crazy testosterone filled, hormone filled high school self was like, yeah, 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 let's go, let's get fucked up. Yeah, yeah. But then that inner voice was like, nah, I don't really feel like it tonight. I just want to chill, you know, just chill. Like if, if your body, your mind and your soul is just telling you to chill, then just chill. You don't always have to be going out and doing all these things, right? Um, and that's, I mean, that's basically like self-explanatory, right? Um, just do do whatever feels right in the moment. You know, you don't have to listen to others. Just listen to that inner voice. Listen to yourself, and of course, you're not, it's, everything's not always going to be perfect, y'all. And that's what makes life worth living. I mean, that's what makes life interesting and exciting and fascinating is that random shit does happen. And it, that's what allows you to grow, right? That's what allows you to grow, man. And just having that guiding inner voice, the inner intuition, it's a huge, huge thing that gets kind of overlooked in this very technical and logical, practical world that we live in today, um, consumed by oh shit ton of things, you know, your distractions and this and that. And sometimes you just have to come to grips with uh, reality, to come to grips with yourself. You, you are different and unique. And you are different than anybody else on planet Earth, right? Physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, I don't care. You are different somehow, some way, somewhere. And the intuition is no different, man. It's 
It's very unique to you. And you just need to listen to it, man. If, if something's telling you to create, create. If something's telling you to write, write. If something's telling you to go for a drive or move somewhere, do that, man. Go move there. Go, go drive there. Go visit there. Go uh, take a job there. Go quit this job. Uh, go adopt a dog, you know, go on a fucking spiritual quest for a year. Um, just, you know, the main thing that I've kind of come to grips with in my short time here on earth is that that intuition, that inner voice is so amazingly on point and it's so amazingly accurate that every time we reject it or we neglect to listen to it i think we're doing ourselves a huge disservice a huge disservice and it's it's all too common i mean you see it so much so many times in this world where somebody uh you know one of your friends graduates college and they want to do this. They want to go down this path, but no, their mom and dad want them to do this really practical, logical path. Like get this job, you know, rise up in the rankings, climb up that corporate ladder and all this bullshit. Well, if your intuition is telling you that that's not for you, then listen to that. That's not for you. You're meant to do something uh, more aligned with your vision and your purpose. And you're meant to uh, be fulfilled and be successful in whatever way that you want to be successful at. And uh, you just need to you just need to be courageous, man. It takes a lot of courage to listen to your intuition because oftentimes it is gonna kind of push you into the unknown, into the uncertain circumstances in life and situations that you might not know the outcome of, which, is honestly refreshing because it's refreshing to know that there is something that is helping and guiding you through these uncertain unknown times and with uh in respects to you know just being alive and breathing and heart beating our intuition is the core of all of that man and if we don't heed our intuition and we don't um you know take take note of what it's trying to tell us what our inner voices are saying to us then they're just going to fade away they're going to fade away and uh we're just going to be like walking zombies you know you see it all too often and it's and it's really uh disheartening and i believe if more people listen to their intuition in this in this uh, world, we would have less violence, less anger, less suffering, and all this stuff. All this stuff is part of the human experience. I get that, but we don't have to have immense amounts of it. And we can learn from our mistakes much faster without uh, repeating them over and over and over and over again, generation after generation, by simply listening to our inner voice and doing what we love and being with who we love and just spreading love and light instead of uh, hate and fright. And so 
Yo, please, please, please. Promise me, if you're listening to this, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, that you're going to listen to that inner voice. That you're never going to stop and take, that you're never going to stop taking notes from that inner voice and listening to your intuitive self because you do have what it takes to do anything that you want to do. And your intuition knows that, and it knows that, uh, and it knows what's best for your heart and what's best for your soul to grow and flourish in this three-dimensional existence. And even if you uh, disregard it uh, here and there, it's not a huge deal. You just got to come back. You just got to come back to it and say, and, and start writing. You know, this is what helps me. I journal. You know, I, I've been trying the journal every day, you know, just a short little journal book. You know, I don't know. What is this? Probably like a, it's like a six by three inch journal booklet that I have, you know, some ghetto Walmart book, but it, it works. And I'm just journaling in that every day. What one page doesn't matter. And I can kind of tell that my intuition is just talking through me, through my hand, through the pen onto this page. And it's helping me get down its message in the physical and it's helping me realize what I need to work on and what I need to um, develop and what I need to grow on and and things of that nature. And guys, just please just follow that intuition, man. Follow that gut feeling. Trust in that intuition. Trust in that gut feeling. And I promise you, you will reap the benefits and you will reap the rewards of following your heart and following your true path. What does practicing a healthy lifestyle look to you? What is health to you? What is a lifestyle filled with healing energy and healing thoughts and beliefs and actions look like to you? What does it feel like? What does it smell like? What does it taste like? What are your perspectives and perceptions in a healthy state of being? Think about these things. What makes up a healthy lifestyle? I think what makes up a healthy lifestyle to me is our consumption patterns and our habits, and our beliefs. And some of the things that I want to cover right now, guys, is all about um, developing a healthy lifestyle through healthy diet. And I'm not just talking about food. Not just talking about food and liquids. Not just talking about things you ingest in your body diet-wise. I'm talking about uh, developing a healthy media diet. That's huge. Developing a healthy media diet. Developing a healthy activity diet. An exercise diet. And developing, obviously, a healthy um, food and 
a physical consumption diet. So to start off, I really want to talk about the media diet because I think that's where a lot of people um, kind of have that fuzzy line right now. It's kind of blurry for a lot of people. And uh, developing a healthy media diet and practicing a healthy uh, media diet is all about consuming the right types of media. Consuming uplifting, positive sources of media. And there's so many fucking sources of media these days, guys. There's so many things out there from social media uh, to movies, video games, music. Anything under the podcasts, anything under the sun that you can think of technological-wise that you can consume, watch, listen to, hear, uh, react to, anything like that, man. It has a profound effect on our realities, and I think it's a, it, a, a lot of people don't realize that uh, watching you know, the nightly news that's telling you all this bad shit that's happening. It's telling you 80% bad things, 20% good things. It's just like, oh my God, that, that shit can really wear on a person year after year, night after night, day after day. We turn on this news. Oh, breaking story. Somebody shoots up a mall or fucking what have you. And it's like, Jesus Christ, dude. It's It can be very depressing listening to all of this. I'm not saying the news is bad. You definitely want to be uh, current, up and up to date on the current happenings of the world, but on the current events. But uh, to a certain extent, guys, if, if you haven't noticed a lot of these news sources and, and whatnot, uh, it's a lot of negative shit because that's what, uh, that's what sells the newspapers. That's what sells the, Oh, pesties. Did you guys hear my dog? I don't know. He just barked. But yeah, man, that's that's what gives these review that's what gets the people coming back to these newscasting and broadcasting stations is the negative stories because they they bring attention, right? Whether negative or positive attention doesn't matter. Any publicity is good publicity in their eyes, y'all. <laughs> uh and I don't know, just developing a very mindful approach to the media that you consume can really transform your life. It can transform your life in dramatic ways, you guys. Um, for instance, I found myself a couple years back listening to, you know, very violent kind of negative, uh, toxic music, right? And I'm still guilty of listening to it every now and then, but like that, that's the shit that I would only listen to, right? And it was really starting to get to me. It was ingraining itself in my subconscious and your behavior and your psychological patterns and your physical being actually literally changes depending on what kind of media you surround yourself with, what kind of media you're consuming. 
And it's very apparent, especially with music, that it infiltrates in your subconscious mind because, um, like, have you ever had that, like, a time in your life where you listen to a song, what, whatever song it is, it could be, what the fuck ever, pop, hip-hop, uh, R&B, rock, country, doesn't matter. It can be whatever song, and... Uh, you you haven't heard that song in like a month or two months or something, you know, or or like a few weeks or what what have you, and uh, boom, might get stuck in your head for some reason, right? Because you listen to it over and over and over, and then kind of got away from it, and then boom, you wake up and some like you see something or something happens in your experience in your life, and it your mind associates that with these lyrics and with that song and with that hook, and boom, it's in your mind, and you're kind of playing it out while you're working or while you're doing your normal routine throughout your day, and you are, <laughs> and you. <laughs> you're literally just you have this song song stuck in your head these lyrics stuck in your head now and that's like that's because you uh you uh you consumed that that media and whether or not that's positive or negative that's where it's gonna have the profound effect on your life because if there's a negative message ingrained in your subconscious through music especially, um, it really reaches uh, deep, deep in the brain. And and it's, it has a permanent seat there if you let it. And that can be a very dangerous thing because it can change your outlook on the world. And it can change your perception and your, and your perspective for sure. Uh, the same thing with like news and stuff. Um, just... It can, watching the nightly news or whatever and watching these horrific stories about kidnappings or assaults or violent crimes and whatnot can really weigh on your psyche and it can really kind of skew your perception about people, about the good and the bad and the evil and the benevolent. And it's... uh, it's a very, very dangerous thing, guys. It's a huge, uh, dramatic thing that's happening right now on Earth because this is the boom of the communication age. This is the boom of the sharing and the media age. I mean, this is it. You know, this is 21st century, 2019. Huge things and dramatic portions are happening on the media platforms that we're all on. I mean, if you're not on them, you're not in the loop, you know, or you're, you know, just, I mean, if, if you're not on them, damn good for you, dude, like you're free, you're fucking on that shit. But a lot of us, we enjoy these things because they do bring a lot of very positive things to our lives. They allow us to communicate with people across the world and communicate with our friends and family so readily. I can send a message to someone in Asia or Australia, and they could literally get it instantaneously. We can video chat across the world. It can be 12 hours difference, and we can be live video chat. It's fucking crazy. There's a lot of great things that have come out of this media boom, but there also are a lot of not-so-great things. And I think we really need to be conscious about what what is good and 
what is bad and what we should be consuming and what we should be avoiding. Um, that being said, guys, I don't want you to think that I'm some kind of a media hater or whatever. Pesties. Pesties. Oh, pesties. Sorry, my, my puppy kind of freaked out on something. Uh, anyway, where was I? Yeah, I don't want you guys to think uh, that I'm some kind of media hater or that I'm a, you know, saying, oh, all media is bad. No, not at all, dude. There's I, there's just as many good things as there is bad things in the media out there. Um, it's kind of, it can kind of open your eyes, you know, when you like go to Twitter or something though, and you see the just fucking bashing of people or you go to Facebook and you see these people just bashing other people that they've never met. And you can do this so anonymously. Somebody could create just a profile, not even correlating with their real name, their real self, and sit behind this computer with their chubby sausage fingers smacking on the keyboard, um, talking bad about you or slandering something, uh, often because they're unhappy with their own selves. And I don't, and it, and reading these really negative comments about a post or something like that that you have had, it, really affects a person, you know, I mean, me included, you know, I, I've, I've been, uh, I've been the victim and subject to, uh, you know, some negative media attention, you know, especially when I used to be on Twitter. I'm, I'm not on Twitter anymore, really. It's, it's just not my thing. But it's just changed so much. But there's there's just a lot of people chiming in from all walks of life. And they don't know you. They don't know where you're coming from. They don't know why you said a certain thing. They don't know why you're doing what you're doing or why you're posting what you're posting. Or why you're saying what you're saying. There's uh, there's not much context, right? It's text especially on these platforms that you can just see text on uh they like they can put out a way different message and be um and be taken in a completely different light than you were meaning to um take it as you know or that you were meaning to convey it as because People don't know where you're coming from or what you've experienced, and you don't know what they've where they're coming from or what they've experienced. So it can be a very disconnecting feeling when you run into these negative entities on the interwebs, right? Um, like I don't know if y'all have heard about these troll farms, right? <laughs> these fucking Russian troll farms where all they do, they're getting paid just to do this all day and they create these fake accounts and they troll these, you know, usually celebrities or these high profile people on different social media platforms and what have you. And their sole purpose is just to get a rise out of you, just to get um, attention to you, just to bring you down in a negative way. And just the fact that we have this, it's so weird. 10 years ago, in 2009, we didn't have this shit. 
I mean, maybe to a little extent, but not even near the extent that we do now. It's the the media landscape in this world is changing so rapidly. It's it's fucking crazy. And sometimes you just gotta take a couple steps back. Like I went on a total social media detox for like a month. And that felt really liberating. You know, it felt really liberating. Uh, because I was finding myself checking my likes, checking my mentions, checking this and that every fucking hour of every day. And I was like, oh my God. Like it's, It was just getting really repetitive and just really... Uh, it was bringing me away from the present moment and bringing me away from what really mattered. And, you know, all of these things are good and all, but once it becomes very habituated and once it becomes where you kind of like, uh, where you kind of just lose touch with yourself and you're just trying to put off an image that is not true to yourself, to others, to get likes or comments or ratings or reviews, that's when I think uh, the, the media consumption and um, things that end using certain media platforms can be very detrimental. So, you know... I don't want to focus too much on the negative aspects of the media because there are very positive um, attributes to having a healthy media diet, you know, like consuming great content, uh, listening to wonderful podcasts that help you heal and help shed light on some of the issues in the world that and help you learn about new concepts and new topics. And there's a bunch of these real cool things, man, that the media platforms have brought to this world and to our lives. And I think we shouldn't overlook those either. Um, that being said, guys, I think it's so important that y'all really uh, take notice and um, take into account what kind of media you're consuming and how much you're consuming and when you're consuming it and um you know what what you're also putting out there for other people to consume and to see and to interact with because it all comes full circle you know we're not these invincible cyber cyborg beings that can put something out there and get bashed for it or have read a negative comment and it has no effect on us. Of course it's going to have an effect on us. We're humans. You know, words do have an effect. Pictures do have an effect. Images, sounds, they have a profound effect on the brain and on our chemistry and on our beings. And I think we need to be very conscious of that and very aware that anything we do or say or see on these platforms can either help us grow or it can hinder our growth. So, um, yeah, guys, definitely consume more positive media than negative media.
and okay so also uh, activity a healthy amount of activity is crucial you know anything guys walking weights swimming running sports uh you know doing all these things to get your blood moving to get your heart beating to get your lungs breathing it's a very 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 good feeling after a big run or after no, sparring or after tennis after rigorous activity or even just a little activity just get moving it helps so fucking much you know like coming back to that media thing if you're moving and if you're active and doing all this shit you kind of get in tune with your natural rhythm again you raise your vibratory frequency and you um you kind of exude this confidence and this conscious being that's here and cannot be stopped and you know it just keeps us it keeps our minds crisp you know you gotta have a healthy mind uh, to have a healthy body and you gotta have a healthy body to have a healthy mind and it, everything's all interconnected in this way and if you are just stationary and not moving and not doing so many things then uh, you you know you're just going to become like jelly and become soft and you need to you need to have that struggle right you need to have a diet of struggle and an experience of struggle you need to tear down those muscles to build them up stronger to lift heavier weights lift heavier objects and you need to fucking run for 2 miles even though you feel like you're about to burp up, hurl up 20 snails that are lodged inside your esophagus. <laughs> you need to do that stuff because it just makes you stronger and it makes you more aware and more, um, you know, just more resilient. And you don't have to go hard all the time but my rule of thumb is uh personally i have a schedule of well it's not really a schedule but it's just kind of a habit that i've developed i i weight lift so i weight train uh you know upper body legs full body all that stuff three days a week so i do full full body workouts basically three days a week i, I need to get more in a core but we have a um a little weight set with a bench and you know squat rack and deadlift thing all dumbbells everything down in my basement here and so I do that weight training at least three times a week and then I walk my dog every day for at least like a half hour I've been doing it a little uh less because of the cold and all that and my job it's very physically demanding i'm always moving and i'm always on the move in the greenhouses and um throughout the building so that helps me stay active and i also love playing sports i love going hiking uh 
just doing these really fun things. You know, if you don't like going to the gym, uh, that's fine. Just do something fun, right? Because then that will make you want to get active more. It'll kind of push you to go and get out there. And uh, I think that's kind of the thing that I came to learn is that I used to lift weights. Like I would be like, oh, six days, fucking Monday through Saturday, I'm going to lift weights and Sunday is my only rest day. And I was like, that wasn't sustainable at all all motherfuckers even if i was hitting different body parts that was not sustainable i was doing that in college and i was just gassed out i've always been an ectomorph i've always had a real high metabolism i would just eat it eat food and i wouldn't eat that much food right and i would be working out so hard and i just feel gassed and tired so d- definitely don't wear yourself out to the point where you're just exhausted and um where you're just deteriorating your body but uh, definitely find that rhythm and find that find that medium, find that balance for you. Find what works for you. Everyone's different. Everybody's unique, like I said. And I do believe that we all have a certain diet, um, a certain activity diet that we should um, we should take up. And it would be much healthier if we do so. And also get, getting on that, you know, you want to eat clean and you want to eat healthy. Um, we all fuck up. We're not perfect, right? Like we all have days where we say we're going to go to the gym and then we put out, we puss out. We don't go to the gym. We end up just sitting watching Netflix. That's okay to have that day, but just make sure that doesn't become habitual because once you um, lay on that couch and you're too lazy to get up, then you say, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow comes. Oh, okay. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Comes. Oh, okay. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Comes. Okay. And there's a fucking domino effect. So you need to make sure that that doesn't get ingrained in your neural pathway that this is okay. I can skip the gym whenever I want to. Sometimes you do have to make yourself get up and go. Even if every fucking bone in your body doesn't want to do it, get that mind to go in and be like, yo, turn that switch on and be like, yo, I need to do this. Or be like, I get to do this. I have the opportunity to do this. I'm able-bodied and this is going to feel so good afterwards. I'm going to feel fulfilled and I'm going to feel amazing on those endorphins and positive um, thoughts and things are going to just rush through my body afterwards. So, and while I'm doing, while I'm doing these activities, so I'm going to go do it even if I don't want to. And just like that with food, you know, we all fuck up. We all eat fast food or we all eat some bad shit for us every now and then and junk food. Oh my God. Like I love junk food just like anybody else, but it's really all about moderation, right? Like you don't want to overeat to the point where you're just fucking, you're pregnant with a food baby. We've all been there, but you you don't want to do that habitually because then you're just going to get fat and out of shape and you're just going to get more lazy and down on yourself and that's not good that's not healthy um i'm not fat shaming i'm just saying y'all need to and i i too just need to get more disciplined with my diet and and it it really does have an effect on our mental state and our physical being and our spiritual being because all that shit's connected 
And, you know, for me, uh, my mom, when she was pregnant with me, she said she craved fruit, which is weird, right? Because I love fruit. That's like the main food group I eat is I eat a shit ton of fruit. I probably eat like three, four, five different fruits a day. And um, I'm not saying this is good or bad. It just really fits my body type. It fits my metabolism and my um, schedule or my bodily schedule, I guess you could call it. My, my, my needs. It fits my needs. Everybody's going to be unique, man said this like three times already, but I'm going to say it again because my perfect diet is not going to be yours. And I, I don't really think there is a perfect diet. I think we're always just improving and um, increasing our c- capacity to you know, grow and feel out what feels right to us. And I think that's an ongoing process, but you can uh, get you can get it right, man. And you definitely can get it wrong. And I think getting it right earlier in your life and eating right and exercising right and consuming the right kind of media earlier on in the earlier stages is huge. And yes, we make the mistakes. Yes, we take some steps back. But sometimes you got to do that, man. And sometimes that's a necessary evil to push you forward um, into higher stages of your life and into your higher evolution and your higher self. So yeah, guys, that's, that's kind of what I had for y'all for, uh, practicing the healthy lifestyle. Let me know what kind of things you guys do to, uh, live a healthy life and to ensure that you are um, balancing your mind, body, and spirit and grounding yourself in this often chaotic um, world. So, hey, y'all. This is just my, my advice. What the fuck do I know? I'm just some guy. I'm speaking from my experience. I'm speaking from my perspective on things. And you can listen to it. And take what you need from it. Take what resonates. And yeah, man. So stay tuned. I got another recording coming up. Getting out in nature. What does it mean to you? How often do you get out in nature? How often do you just set out time? How often do you set aside time in your day or in your busy, hectic schedule in your week? To just go out and walk or go out and visit a park without any devices, any technological attachment on you or any, anything that takes you away from peace needs to stay away when you go out in nature. The main reason that I love nature and I've always loved it And the main reason that I am pursuing a career in the natural resources path and in nature is because I really feel like I reconnect with my higher self when I go out into natural areas and into natural environments. And I think a lot of us are missing that primal component 
that um that it's it's kind of evolved out of us but it's still in every one of us is the urge and the yearning to just be out in nature and to see trees and to see leaves and grass and animals and birds and fish and wildlife and plants instead of seeing paved roads painted highways uh you know brick houses square buildings triangle this square that have have you ever noticed how it's so weird how in nature there's pretty much no squares or no perfect triangles or anything they're all like these beautiful intricate uh, design shapes and I think just being in an office all day or being in a cubicle or being in a house or being in a building with squares and corners and just really uh, straightforward kind of shapes I don't think it's healthy for the brain. I think our brain was made to see green and to see lush, beautiful skies and lush, beautiful grasslands and animals. And I think our eyes are really the most important stimulus. And well, I mean, even our breathing and our hearing with just out in nature is much, much more heightened. And it's much more it's much more fruitful, you know, like we can, we can perceive so much more about ourselves and about the world when we shut it all off and just really go out in nature and calm ourselves down and whatever hectic thing is going on in our lives, whether it's with a job, with relationships, with anything, whatever's going on, we can set that aside and really just reconnect with our intuition and reconnect with our true self when we go out in nature um this is this is one of the main reasons guys why i've come to the conclusion that um i can't work in an office environment i can't do it i can't i can't go corporate i've i've tried it and well i mean i'm so young given you know i'm 22 and I've been working at this corporate job for almost four, five months now, and it's just dreading. And every day I'm just like, oh my goodness, like when can I go? When is it 4 p.m.? You know, I'm sure you guys can relate or some of you can relate to that feeling of just wanting to get the fuck out of wherever, whatever building or whatever area that you're working in that you really don't have passion about. And that's what I'm like right now. And, um, like I said earlier, I, you know, my last day on my job is March 1st and I'm making a move and I'm making a move in, um, in an effort to find work in, uh, nature, you know, to work with the environment, to work with people and wildlife and plants and to help, uh, spread the message of environmental conservation and, um, environmental stewardship, stewardship and, just help um, educate people about how important it is to get out in nature and how important nature is to our overall health as a human race. Um, So guys, 
I really challenge you tonight, if you're listening to this episode, ask yourselves, what, like how often do you, do you guys set out time to go out in nature? So ask yourself, how often do I set out time to just go in nature, to go on a walk, even if it's to a park for a little bit, you know, even if it's to a, um, a park right down the street from busy Manhattan or busy, uh, whatever city you're living in. You don't have to go three hours out into the deep, deep wilderness to have a good nature experience. Although, you know, sometimes that's well needed. Sometimes you do need a good camping trip a couple nights to just recharge and reboot your system. I, I always enjoy that at least, or, you know, a good kayaking trip or something like that. And just ask yourself, be honest, like how often you really set time out of your busy schedule to get out in these natural areas. And, you know, you might surprise yourself. You might get out plenty or you might get out like hardly any. So I really challenge you guys to get out in nature and see how it affects your lives and see how it affects yourself and just put down your phone and shut it off and really breathe and connect and release and recharge. So, yeah. So I've been uh, talking about this concept of the shadow self. And I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with this concept or this topic, but basically the shadow self is um, kind of the part of us that's a little darker and a little more secretive. Um, And I've been going through uh, the past, you know, four or five months, really, I've just been living inside of my shadow self, keeping real quiet, not being that socially active, uh, just keeping to myself, me and my dog and my immediate family, just I haven't really hung out with that many people, haven't hung out with that many friends, haven't done that much stuff uh, with other people. And honestly, it feels fucking amazing. And I know that uh, balance is always healthy, but right now I'm embracing my shadow self and embracing uh, the dark times and, um, you know, some... Uh, you know, some down moments where, you know, I can spiral out of control and have a breakdown and cry. Uh, like, you know, just, just the other night I cried for like 20 or 30 minutes. I was bawling and I hadn't done this in, oh, since I broke up with my first girlfriend probably like several months ago. And it felt like a really, really healthy and good release. And, uh, and the reason I cried is because um, my brother, uh, my older brother, and my only brother, he is uh, going through a real hard time right now. And he's, you know, always treated my family like pretty poorly. And he's treating himself poorly right now. And you can tell, um, you know, that he's just spiraling out of control with his drug use and 
everything like that. And I was just looking at a picture of me and him, you know, when we were real young, when I was four and he was probably six or seven. And we were just chilling in my room, you know, where I'm sitting right now, actually. We were just chilling here and I had like a race car in my hand and he had just had a look on his face and was looking at the camera with a pure smile. And I just kind of thought like, what happened? Like, where did our paths diverge? Where, like, where, where did that innocent brother go? Where did he, where did he go, Ari? And uh, what, what can I do to bring him back and to try to corral him and stuff like that? And I think, uh, being that I'm just steeped in my shadow self right now and that my shadow self is really being expressed in me, I literally just bawled and I cried and it felt fucking amazing. And, you know, I don't communicate with him nearly as much um, as I used to. I used to always, you know, you know how you look up to your older brother, you um, do everything he's doing, you look for approval in him and stuff like that. I always did that as a kid. And, uh, you know, I did some pretty dark stuff with him as well. You know, some drugs when I was real young and I don't know, I guess me, um, I guess I've just chosen a different path and I really, uh, I really care for him deeply, but it's so hard to be around him. And you guys, I'm sure you've all um, had the experience, but some people are best that you love them at a distance because they're just so hard to be around and they're so toxic and so uh, negative and energy draining that you cannot physically be around them. And that's the way it is with my brother and me right now. And I just can't be around him and neither can my parents. And I had to come to full grips with that. And I think... uh, a week ago when I just cried, I came to grips with that man. And I was like, well, he's, you know, pretty much out of my life. And especially when I move out of state, I don't know when the next time will be that I see him. Um, I'm sure I'll see him sometime in the future, but I don't know when that would be and what kind of state he'll be in. I'm, I'm praying for him and praying for anybody out there who has the certain same experience or who's experiencing maybe the same stuff themselves. I'm praying for you and wishing for your health and well-being. Um, so yeah, I'm, I definitely can feel that upon this move, upon this big transformation that I'm about to go through, my shadow self is, uh, my shadow self's reign is coming to an end and my light self is emerging and it's coming out. I'm starting to meditate more, um, working out, um, writing, uh, and I'm and I'm I really want to start podcasting more. You guys, I started this channel with the intention of spreading my message, and um, just in the hopes that maybe one person could benefit from my words and my experience. And I really hope that's the case. You know, even if it's one person, that's amazing. And that's why I'm doing it. And I'm going to keep on posting. I'm going to do 
one episode every fucking week. Promise. I'm not going to miss it. No more fucking excuses. I'm going to do it. So stay tuned, y'all. You already know what the fuck it is. I'm going to do this for you guys. And uh, the last thing that um, I wanted to cover, which I did say in the beginning also, was uh, releasing old and outdated belief systems. This is especially uh, relevant for me right now because there's just this belief system in my head that's been ingrained in me and instilled in me that I have to go down this traditional route and, you know, get that corporate job and fucking grind away in an office that you hate for four decades and then get a healthy retirement and be safe and secure and buy a house and retire and have kids, white picket fence, all that bullshit, you know, that's ingrained in us from when we're, when we're real small, especially, I'm, I know a lot of you guys can relate, like, for me, I, like, I'm just looking at everybody that I work with um, at this, at my current job uh, in my current corporate environment, and I, I don't want what they want. I want something completely different. I want something completely unique to me. I don't want to, you know, just have uh, this secure job that I'm just staying at because of the security and not because of the passion behind it. I really want to be passionate about what I'm doing and what I'm spending most of my time doing. So... That's why I'm going full fucking force and I'm setting the intention to get a job out in nature, just being out in nature, working with people, working with the environment and animals and plants. And and I know that everything is going to go as planned for me and everything's manifesting just as it is meant to manifest. So... I'm just releasing that old and outdated belief system of um, that I'm unworthy of doing what I'm passionate about because I am worthy and so are you. You're worthy of finding that courage and finding the bravery and strength to pursue your passion and to pursue your goals and aspirations and dreams. And you can fucking do it. You're doing it right now. If, if you're listening to my podcast right now, you are fully capable to follow to follow your heart, man. And I know that sounds fucking cliche and cheesy and shit, but dude, do it, man. You quit that fucking job you hate. If you're listening to this right now and you're working in a fucking job you hate, quit that shit and go... Or, you know, go find something that you love to do or go apply for another job and then quit that shit when when you can. I, I realize that you guys can't just up and leave. Um, but save some money and don't buy stupid shit and uh, really prepare yourself for what for what's to come. Prepare yourself for the things that you want to come and that you desire. Um that's what I'm doing, guys, and I'm glad that you're here with me on this journey, and I hope you stick with me. Um, 
Like I said, I'm going to be posting regularly. I I know I got off track for a while. I've just been going through a lot of shit. And I'm going to even be going through more change and more transition. But I'm going to find a way every single week to you know, carve out time to do this podcast. And I'm doing it for you guys. And I'm doing it for myself. And... I really enjoy just talking to y'all, so thank y'all so much, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful evening, night, day, morning, whatever, and stick with me through this journey. I'll stick with you through yours. Thank you. Peace out. Starseed love.